0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips, brought to you by the Hunt Lifty Podcast. I'm Carter, I'm here with Bobby, and we got Tyler Besaw coming at us from the great state of Missouri. What's going on, Tyler?
1: What's going on, fellas?
0: Good to have you on here, man. And yeah, thanks uh, for the invite, man. Dude, actually, you kind of spoke this into existence, and you're, you're ki- killing two birds with one stone here. We get to talk about something that you're really passionate about, and... Um, we're crushing another tips episode and I get to see Bobby's pretty face again. I haven't seen Bobby's face in a million years.
2: I've been hiding. I've been like, (laughs) I've been taking a back seat here and it's uh, it's strange and, but I'm a little upset. I thought we were doing this episode in sign language. So I was brushing up on my sign and could also do Braille. Started talking. (laughs) Braille. Braille. See? Yeah. (laughs) Our our listeners need something different. See, look, they know what I'm saying
0: now. (laughs) Everybody tune into the YouTube channel for our, ASL podcast dub overs. <laughs> All right, sweet. We're talking uh, predator hunting, right? We're going to do a little kind of a little teaser for a full length episode that we're going to drop with you, Tyler, when we get a chance to record it. Um, this is something you're like really into. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So it started out like just everybody else uh, was killing coyotes during deer season. And then, you know, turkey population went down, starting like coyotes especially kill like mostly button bucks and baby fawns as bucks and I was like well I'm start doing this and then from there just kind of you know I started doing it the poor man's way and got older and wiser and was like oh I'm just start buying some of this stuff and here we are you know 33 years later still shwacking coyotes yeah
0: Pop them <laughs> before we mashed record uh I said I've only ever killed two coyotes in my time and i've only ever seen one bobcat and it was dead on the side of the road in south georgia and i was taking my roommate home for thanksgiving and it was like two hours away i was hung over as shit had to yeah. drive through atlanta it was awful and i saw this beautiful bobcat on the side of the road it was in forsyth city georgia the place is a real shithole and it was black like dark, like dark, black and gray. It was gorgeous. I'd never seen one before. And I got out of the truck. I pulled over. I threw it in the bed. And I was like, "I'm going to take the hide off this thing. This thing's cool as shit." But that's my experience as far as predator hunting. I've shot two coyotes and the one dead bobcat in the back of my truck. Well, I got to start somewhere. <laughs> that's so a start. You, yeah. And Bobby, you've you've smoked a bunch of coyotes, yeah?
2: Yeah, I smoked a ton and never actually said, you know what, I'm going to go predator hunting today. It's never how it ends up. Like, I I mean, I bought calls and scents and all kinds of cool stuff, and it just never worked out for me. And honestly, it's because of the laws in my state that just make it harder for me to do that. So I drop them while I'm deer hunting and it's like, hey, it's a slow day and it's a lot easier that way for me, at least in this area.
1: Yeah, the laws everywhere with it's weird, man. Like Missouri, you can you can hunt coyotes year round. Uh, bobcats there's a season but if they're a nuisance you just got to get a written permission from conservation and they're more than happy to ride it and then it's like just free game but like it the further you go out west it's like pretty much open open season out there all the time
2: yeah that's interesting Which, like,
1: if you ever follow any of the stuff like with coyotes out in california especially they got like <laughs> the coyotes are literally taking kids from the front porch. Like there's one that happened like a month or two ago. It took a two-year-old, <laughs> took off What, with just
0: snatched <laughs> a person?
1: Yep. Jeez. Because there's like, I mean, so many people out there and food's getting scarce. People just move. It's just kind of one of those things. And ultimately they are a predator. So it's essentially just if we are deer hunting and it's the same kind of thing, you just got to think like them.
0: So when you're talking about predators, are you talking about primarily coyotes and bobcats,
1: uh, and mountain lions? Yeah, uh, we we run into those here, but they all have collars on them, man, because conservation let them loose. Right, and then wolves too, but we don't have wolves here. But when I was out out west, like just the devastation that those things cause is pretty pretty brutal.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know maybe we'll get some Colorado natives to get on here and talk about that or maybe that's a whole rabbit hole we don't want (laughs) to go down we'll have to get some experts on here who know what they're talking about with the wolves but that is a that's a hot topic as well when i lived in colorado we had mountain lions in our neighborhood and they would i mean walk up the driveway at night Floodlights would come on mountain lion walking up the driveway and people's dogs and cats would get snatched all the time in our neighborhood pretty freaking badass animals but it was like kind of (laughs) scary yeah they don't care yeah (laughs) yeah you got nothing nothing coming to get him out there um when you like what made you want to like pursue this a little bit more intensely and i know we'll unpack this on the full length one but like i think it's really interesting
1: uh land management to be honest with you like uh just getting the deer herd better and getting turkeys back to where they were and dude like once you start doing it at night that's a complete different ball game like i haven't had a drone rush like that since i've been in the marine corps so it's yeah. like because whatever you're calling in is trying to kill something, and you're literally right there. So it's like it's interactive, if you will.
2: That's
0: pretty cool. Maybe I need to try it at night.
2: What's well, fun, dude? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <You> <laughs> you probably, look in his eyes. Yeah, he's right like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Be sure you get the sign language for that.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I got I got a three and four year old, so it's like they go to bed, and it's like I can go out. I'm not missing anything, which is like a right. big. A big thing because putting a three and four year old to sleep with one person sucks.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. There's a, there's your first tip of the night right there. You go putter hunting, <laughs> got kids. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know from like like a land management point of view, you have a big family farm, right?
1: Uh, I mean, dif- I don't really wouldn't say big. It's 150 acres, like half hour north of me, and then. And I got another one. It's 180 acres, a little bit further south. But I got access to uh, a couple hundred down south in Missouri. And then, like a lot of people, are really open to letting you go kill coyotes. Like they're protective of the deer and turkey, obviously. But if you like farmers, especially, do they just go kill them, please?
0: Yeah, for sure. That uh, that's my actually that's my only tip I have tonight. Um, and I don't want to steal it if it's yours, Tyler. But that was going to be my tip. That's a great way to gain access to private land is to start with not be like, Hey, can I come hunt deer on your property? But Hey, can I come shoot coyotes, especially if they got cattle or if they have goats or I did it for an alpaca farmer in college. Um, hey, can I come hunt coyotes on your property? Um, my my neighbor right next door, I was just, I'll pop into his house and uh, when I'm on my runs and stuff like that old retired guy. And he'll be like, yeah, just go out there with your rifle and go sit on the cows and just watch them. I've been seeing them, you know, go down there. Um, that's a excellent tip. And that'll lead to a lot, far more conver- conversations. And maybe once that landowner sees that you're responsible, that could open up endless doors of opportunity for deer and, and turkey hunting down the road.
1: It's also weird too, because they hang out with cows and then they kill them, but, but they like, the cows don't give a damn they just hang out out there in the field with them. And it's like, what is going on here?
0: <laughs> Cows are so dumb, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, uh, why don't you give us your first tip that you're thinking about tonight, Tyler?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just pretty common sense. You got to hunt where the coyotes are. Uh, so like whenever I'm doing it, I'm looking for scat specifically with coyotes. And then with Bobcats, like they'll, they're like, a it's a, a legit cat. They'll hack up like these fur balls that almost look like, like coyote shit, to be honest with you. And it's looking for that, but I always hit a like a lone howl of a junior coyote because once one gets going, it will everything will start lighting up. And if nothing's calling back to it, then there's nothing around. Mm. But with that being said, if nothing responds, I'll still sit out there for another, you know, thirty forty five minutes just trying to call just to see if I can't lure something out of a den. Like right now is they just got done with mating season, so everything's denned up, but that being said, they're they'll come to like the territorial responses, and they'll come to like the pub in distress just because it's the they're in like that family unit, if you will. So they're kind of just super territorial of it, and it, like everybody says, you know, you gotta watch your set and stuff. But in the last three months, each every coyote we've killed has been within ten yards. So oh, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know why. I mean, I found a den that could be part of it, but like we killed the male out of that den. So it's not the same, the same male. So it's right. It's just weird, man. They're weird animals and they're super, super smart. So like you and know, constantly like if you miss one, good luck seeing it again that year, you have to try something else.
0: They're getting out of there.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to get out of there, but they're also like, if I'm hitting a rabbit in distress, which everybody uses, if I'm using that, they're not going to come to that. So you have to change up the sounds and like, it goes along with like the calls and stuff. Like I started out with a hand call, but do blowing on that thing for 40 minutes is an ab workout that you don't want. And it's just like, Oh my God. So I switched the electronics, which is, you know, I'm pressing a button, controlling the volume, because if you're too loud, you're going to blow it out. If you're too soft, it's not going to hear it. And then you can also switch from, you know, coyotes to Bobcats pretty simple easily. They'll come to the same call. Did you
0: know it got this complicated, Bobby?
2: No, I was actually just about to say, like, like, I know they're very, very smart. Like I can I can honestly tell you, like, it's weird when I hunted this lease property that I'm at, I always would see them at the same exact time, like like clockwork. They would always come out at the same time. A fox would always come out at the same time. And I'm always like, oh, they're always coming out. Then one, I think it was like two years ago, one time, like I I stumbled upon one on my walk in and. I never saw like that coyote again for like like you said like almost a year like I was like oh huh, wonder where the fuck they went like they vanished I was like this that's crazy it's you all kick up a deer yeah <laughs> you kick up a deer you'll see that fucker again in an hour like it's just yeah. so different and so funny they are smart I will say like you're 100 percent true with that
1: it's also like a it's almost like a cat and mouse game with them too because you're hunting a predator. So it's hunting whatever you're going there. So you're trying to, you know, it's just like us hunting deer and the deer trying to avoid us except now we have the, we're the prey, if you will, with the calls. So it's like, you're trying to lure them in. Like, what would I want to do? And then, you know, like, this just sounds, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it's like, you can use strategy from like the military, the same kind of thing, like to see where they're going to come in at. And it's, it's just, dude, it's so fun. And once you once you start doing it, like I almost gave up deer hunting just to do this, just because it's like you won't ever do anything like it. No shit. Damn, I got to get like more involved with this now.
0: What do you so what do you do with the coyotes that you kill?
1: Um so some of them I'll keep the hide like in the winter because they're furry and you yeah. can sell the pelts here. But a lot of times I'll shoot them, I'll gut, I'll just cut them open and I'll throw them in a in a corner and then I'll hunt that corner. Because they'll tear it apart. Other it'll bring other
0: coyotes in. Oh yeah, they're coming
1: after the guts. And they're like uh establishing dominance so they'll they'll eat whatever's around. And if food food's scarce, especially during the winter when food's scarce, they'll hammer everything.
0: Uh, gotcha. Interesting.
2: All right, cool. That, it, that is pretty interesting. And like you were saying, like hunt where they're at. Yep. I know like by by us, there's not a lot of cows. There's not too many farms, but we have our WMAs. You'll know where coyotes are all the time because we stock for quail and pheasant here. Oh yeah, they'll hammer those. Yeah, it's so it cracks me up because like you'll see the truck tracks driving into the woods, and then all of a sudden you'll just see feathers fucking everywhere, and it's not because they let them go. It's because the coyotes are waiting literally like five yards away. They know they're gonna walk into them any second,
1: and it's like
2: and you know guys are just having a field day picking off goats there too.
1: It's like rabbits. Like if you just have rabbits anywhere, there's going to be coyotes around or bobcats. I mean, the bobcats are more like with the mice and the pheasants and the uh, like the bobwhite quails here. But like the last bobcat I killed, I was using a woodpecker call in the middle of the, like, just using a woodpecker call. And it came right to it. And it only took 20 minutes where normally it's like an hour of sitting there calling them in. And we didn't even see it till it was seven yards from the call. It was literally about to attack the decoy. It's like I got my electronic collar has a decoy on the top and I control it. And it was about to get it. My buddy's calling it out. Cause we hunt pairs and do like, they're so stealthy and you won't even see them until it's like, if people aren't seeing them, I bet you they might be there, but they're just not seeing them because literally they are, they've been shot at probably. Yeah. And they're quiet as
2: hell too. When they come in, like very oh, quiet, no, nothing that, like a deer, available. man. <laughs> that's <So>, a <available>.
0: very Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, at, depends at night, on how quick. At night's a different game because it's it's easier. Um, I mean, you're gonna drop money on thermals or night vision, whatever you use. But dude, they'll come charging, and you'll hear them thrashing through the woods, and it's just like right on top of you within, you know, eight minutes or so. They say if a coyote's a mile away and it hears the call, that they'll come in at you know they're running twenty miles an hour. It'll be there within you know nine to ten minutes. But you just gotta be patient with it. But if they sit down, you better shoot no matter how far they are, if they sit down, you got to shoot. That's the rule. Yep. Because they're, they're freaked out. So that literally just sit down. It's so weird. Huh? Like, I don't want to sit down and then it's like, Hmm. And then, I mean, they, whenever they sit down, you got a free shot.
0: That's cool. What's, uh, what's another tip you got?
1: Uh, patience, but you got to play the wind. So their noses are really good. Bobcats too. Uh, they always circle down wind. Um, during the day, at least at night, you can get away with a little bit more, but you're going to want to play the wind every time. It's not as it's more than like you would for deer and stuff like, you know, deer, you can kind of, your scent will kind of go over it, but these coyotes get smart because they're around humans all day around farmers, cows, they see you, they know what you are. So you just got to play the wind, just get downwind, put the call upwind, and just, you'll have an area where you think they're going to come out and they'll come out somewhere completely different. So it's always scanning like a, I use, I have nods, so I just use my head, but like I used to have a, th- a scope and I'd have to like control it and move it back and forth. And it was just God awful scanning with that thing. Hmm. But then I went, you know, bought nods and you know, it's worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> so are you shooting all of them? Uh, so I hum- me and my, I have a hunting partner up here. I don't hunt at night by myself. It's just not, like not with the mountain lions and stuff around, dude, I'm not messing with that. Yeah. So me and my buddy, I'd say we pretty good at half and half and then i, I do all like the skinning and tanning the hides and stuff like that but you're not you're you're not trapping them you're shooting oh them. no dude i don't i don't know how to do that number one and number two it's um it's way more fun to shoot them with a gun right like, not trapped it's more fun right. but i you can get like a fur bear permit here to do that year-round but i'm not right like, no way a lot of guys in
2: jersey are doing trapping and that's a whole nother license and thing like that, that they do. Uh, but we can't, I can't take mine with a gun unless I'm shooting at night. And when I'm deer hunting, I'll obviously I'm not shooting at night. So I have to use my bow. We're only
1: allowed of bow here. Interesting. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so like during deer season, I'll go out, hunt deer, It'll get dark. I'll go back to the, to the house, grab all my stuff and I'll go back out that night and then, you know, try to get the, Try to get the coyotes, but like right now, the deer are getting ready to have their babies, so like the fawn and distress calls are pretty much what I've been hammering the last two weeks or so because they all it's easy target, easy pickings.
0: Oh yeah. What um does how do the calls change throughout the year?
1: Yeah, so I mean, a lot of everybody hammers the rabbit in distress um, during you know the rut of coyotes, which is you know late January, early February. I use like junior coyote howls just because it's just trigger something in them to where they want to come mess it up. Cause they don't want like the, you know, it's almost like a school bully. They're going to pick on the little guy. So they don't want that little guy around. So they're going to, they'll come to that. But like during the rut, it's mostly ma- males that we'll see. And then right in about a month, we'll start seeing the females again with the pups coming out. Cause they're getting, they'll probably hatch or not hatch, but they'll lay the, lay their pups in the next week or two because we can't shoot coyotes from monday through may 6th because turkey season which is like the prime time for them dude <laughs> but it's you can't do it and you always <laughs> that see during that time but during the winter you know it's food scarce you'll use that but like i'm all i like coyote vocals just because like it's, you're essentially having a conversation with them and howling and howling and howling or the pups in distress, like I always end with that, just because it ignites something in them. And then if you shoot a coyote, like immediately after you shoot it, I'll I'll hammer on the pup in distress call to see if I can't lure another one out with it. And that's how you you know double and triple.
2: That seems to work pretty well.
1: Yeah, or you just sh- you shoot them in the ass and they'll start yelping themselves, <laughs> and then,
2: using themselves. That's yeah.
1: Crazy. I mean, when I was a kid, dude, we would <laughs> I'd go buy rabbits from the from the store. And I'd go out there and just let it loose out in front of me, a pet rabbit, and just put the rabbit in distress, try to lure him in like that. Some guys use decoy dogs. Like I, I've never done that. I don't know how, like, because my dogs would pretty much attack it. So I'm like, ah, well, don't think that's a good idea. Or, you know, <laughs> did the old kill a squirrel, put it on a fishing line, and just flick it around out in the woods, see what happens. Like, yeah. that, was, that was back when I was a teenager doing that. But it's just... I used to be terrified of coyotes, huh. man. My dad would give me shit. He's like, you think this coyote going to climb the tree and get you? I'm like, yep, hundred percent. Like this thing's <laughs> going to come up here and get me.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Well, how, what do, um, how much do these like electronic calls cost? Do they get pretty pricey?
1: Yeah. I mean, so you can, you can get some, uh, brand new for like a hundred bucks, but it's, you're limited on what you have. Uh, I started off with, had one of those and I got rid of it just because it only had twelve calls and now I have one where I can download everything to the SD card. So like I have all my calls. I have pig calls, like pig grunts on there as well and then snow geese calls because you can use electronic for those here. And you know, 350 bucks will get you one that'll hold, you know, 250 sounds and you're never gonna need that many. Holy shit. But Jesus (laughs) Yeah, they go up to like eighteen hundred bucks too, man. I don't I don't know what those ones do. They say they're louder, but you know, I could fiddle around with electronics and hook it up to like a speaker if I needed to, but like I I use Lucky Duck stuff. Just had had more luck with it. I used had a Fox Pro. It wasn't for me, but Lucky Duck seemed to be more crisp. And the dude that makes it from them, he like literally breeds coyotes in his backyard and just steals their vocals. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of pretty kind of legit. So you just bring like a JBL speaker out in the woods and just put on some YouTube for an hour? It's actually, dude, it's, it's actually, my dad has like a, an old record player and I took that speaker and I wired it into, to the bottom of it. So I can get like real, real loud if I wanted to, but I don't, now <laughs> with this one, I don't have to. Cause it's, or you can put it to an i I've seen guys attached to an RC car and drive it around the field to get like different motions <laughs> and stuff. Get, awesome. Yeah, and There's all kinds of, you know, cheap tricks you can do with it. <laughs>
2: This tips episode is chock full of, <laughs> yeah, lot of lot of tips. Not our normal like two three on this one. There's like twenty five tips coming at us right now. Oh, I got more, man.
0: <laughs> dust dust off your RC cars, boys. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <clears throat> fucking time. taking my drone out. Squirrel to a drone, twenty
1: twenty three. That might work. <laughs> well, you got uh you got one more for us, Tyler. Yeah, so like it's kind of like with deer with the weather. Um, if it's raining or if it's super windy, they're going to bed down and they're not going to come out mm. and hunt like the high pressure systems that come in. So if it's, if you know, like a storm's moving in, they'll be up and moving around that next that day or that night, they'll be out and about uh, pretty much the same with deer with the, in that aspect. And if which doesn't make any sense to me, because if you think about it, like when a coyote want to hunt or a bobcat hunt, whenever the deer are laying down, but it seems to just go hand in hand. And I guess the wind freaks them out, but like you'll also, I like guess the wind swirling, dude, you'll get blown out real fast. Uh, I always roll around in the dirt before I get, before I do anything in the woods. I don't buy any of the scent killer stuff. I just roll around in the dirt. And that good enough. That's fucking genius.
0: That is genius. I bet Caleb Jordan does that too.
1: Yeah. Oh, they do it together. <laughs> what, yeah, dude, <laughs> whenever we were down in Texas, I literally, I laid on the ground and I was like, just rolling around. He's like, what are you gonna do? Is like I'm gonna go to sleep while you watch for deer. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can see you guys mud wrestling away with his, his locks and your
1: his buildings. his locks. <laughs> my lack of. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, now I got a dumb question for you because I don't know like how every other state does their you know like their licenses and things like that. Do you have to have a file for a permit or a hunt, like license in your state to do uh coyote hunt? It's
1: small game. I think it's it's ten bucks in state, and I think twenty five out. So it's super cheap. Uh, if you're a vet, they also do like in state tags. So it's really reasonable.
2: All right, what about you? Do, you? do they charge you guys for an extra stamp? Like Jersey, for example, like you got to buy your pheasant, your quail, everything's separate
1: here. That's like so you, stupid. It's all,
2: it's so fucking dumb, but I will say this: Coyote, it's two dollars. I never understood that. Like, why not just make it fucking free? What is two dollars? Taxes? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, no, they tax you on top of the two dollars too. So for you got to you got to pay for tax on top of it. Please, so all we that tax, falls, on tax,
1: all that falls under small game for us. Like we literally only have deer tags. Uh, now we have elk tags and bear tags, but it, there's only ten given out a year. But everything like quail. I mean, the duck stamps are federal, but you yeah. still have, to have a small game with it. And then uh, dude, it's pretty much just Missouri is actually really cool with like their laws and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, in Georgia, they're a, they're a non-game species, so you can hunt them year round with pretty much no fucking rules. Um, no
2: fucking rules. It's just the Wild West down in Georgia. <laughs> I mean,
0: any legal weapon, electronic calls, uh, except for, I think. On WMAs, I think because of turkey hunting or maybe other types of hunters, and there's probably some rules there. You can hunt them at night. Um, no rules. Just they want to shoot them. Our turkey population is really suffering too. And Georgia is like one of, that's one of the, I guess one Money of our makers. better. Yeah. One of our better hunting seasons. We have a st- strong turkey population in this, or had, and we had to drop our quota this this year actually we were talking about it with the wild turkey duck last year about this time, Bobby, if you remember, but yeah. we dropped him from three gobblers down to two and you know, a lot of research about if you're trapping or killing predators on your, on these, if you're a private property owner, you need to be doing that. Cause it's going to help these ground nesting birds immensely. Well,
1: bobcats will hammer the turkeys too, dude. They yeah. just hammer them here. Yeah. I'm and like, sure those are loner it's loner animals. So killers. like, if you call in one, you're only like this chances of seeing two are rare. I mean, it happens, but like I've only ever called in, you know, one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're just so surprised that it even happened that it's like, oh my god, this is cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is cool. I mean, all things considered, like I like watching when I see a coyote. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. I like watching them be coyotes like yeah in the, in the i mean yeah i mean they, <laughs> they, one they do look like dogs like i've, I've passed a couple because i'm like oh fuck i don't want to
1: well we well, called I'm... in the neighbor's dog dude did you like <laughs> yep and we only knew we could only get. so it was a german shepherd and it come running in and i was like dude why is it what is this Whoa. thing doing i'm like looking at it and it's all they have ir lasers and flashlights so it's like why is this thing like trying to play with the decoy right now and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a neighbor's dog!" And get the collar reflection. I'm like, "Oh my god!" So we're standing up, hollering at it to get out. It's Just like, dude. that's
2: wild. You'd be like that girl that took the husky <laughs> all over the fu- yeah, yeah. all over the fucking yeah. news, man.
1: So fucking dumb. In and <laughs> out. Yeah. This is the white most fucking wolf dog I've ever had.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn, bitch looked like a pug and said, "Yeah, I got a got a mountain lion." Yep, this works. Message her, Bobby. We should get her on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Our yeah.
0: radius just
1: went from sign language hell. Yeah. My neighbor's dog. We're reaching yeah. all of the populations. <laughs> like, we heard a mountain lion last weekend, and it was, dude, it, it's so terrifying hearing them at night. Like, yeah. Because we're carrying, yeah. we you know, we scream, we're shooting pigs, and they're screaming. And I'm like, looking at my buddy. I'm like, is that a mountain lion? And he's like, that's for sure a mountain lion. I'm like, we should, we should go walk somewhere. Like we should get out (laughs) in the middle of this field so we can run (laughs) walk. There was no walking. You were jogging. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it was a full sprint.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. This is good, man. I think this is a good little uh, teaser for our uh, full length one. I I think you, uh, based on our preliminary conversation, we got a lot we can cover, a lot of ground we can cover with talking predators, man. So I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. No problem. Anytime. Heck
2: yeah. Bobby, you got anything? Nah, I mean, I think we, like I said, teased away for a full length. And I think it's it's cool that you got so many different. Everybody wants to like predator hunt, but I feel like nobody actually does different parts of it. And you always see the coyotes on your trail cam. And it's like me personally, I wish I could get out there at night and just start dropping them like crazy. But there's so many different things holding me back with laws and using guns, close to houses and shit like that, that I can't do it. So
1: it's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. Got
0: any, got anything, Tyler?
1: No, man. Appreciate you guys. Let me come on and talk your ears off.
0: Like, yeah, dude, anytime, man. And, uh, listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys and we'll talk to you next week.